Previously on Light Roast Low Rolls. I thought she was dead. When I said Clements was dead, I just meant dead in the most relevant sense, not yeah. in the most literal sense. Dead to you? Well, and to as far as I was concerned, uh, this corporal plane, but uh, clearly that's not the case anymore, so. Uh, there was an encounter in my home. Can you handle that? My wife and I handled it. You looked me up and down and you could just tell. I'm very insightful. We're close. Actually, the door was open. She was dead, and then she was alive, and now I'm asking if she does. Oh, Jesus. You're the scumbag she's been hanging out with? I'm a purveyor of things. Yeah, like my sister. Sipping on a cold brew, as it were, because, uh, you know, I'm a little tired, and I want to make sure that I can give you all the most of myself. As Thanks I for your backstory <laughs> while you're drinking coffee, Parker. I, yeah, you know, I do what I can. They don't know it's 9 p.m. <laughs> well, no. don't expose me, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Uh, Kels? That's me. I'm Kelsey Weinstein. Uh, I play Peggy Scott. And I'm drinking a coffee concoction that I don't know what it is, but Elise made it, and I trust Elise with my life. So whatever Elise put in it, it is it's delicious. I spin it. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> That's a little extra spice in there. Okay. Absolutely, just for you. Um, I am also drinking coffee. It's cold brew. Again, you guessed it. We're all drinking cold brew because the espresso machine is cleaned and turned off for the night. Next time, we'll get it before it's closed. Um, my name is Elise, and uh, I'm here to play Lucy Luce Elian, and I am very excited to be here. And uh, like, like Maddie said, thank you for being here. My name is Madison Hubler. I'm playing Alessandra Sparks, or Allie, and I'm also drinking a cold brew and not at all lying to you. (laughs) (laughs) It's an audio-only format, Mads. You could have pulled it off. Um, (laughs) Audience, roll an inside check. beautiful little recap at the top of this episode um, and I've just reviewed with our players what happened last um, I'd like to pick it up a couple minutes after the little encounter unless you guys want to continue role playing yeah, I think like, it's okay I think I've yelled at Parker right now we, um, we can table the Angie and Marlo situation for yeah. a little bit. oh we called her Angie again 
Let's not table it, actually. <laughs> Keep doing this torture to party. Allie needs the goss. Give it to me. <laughs> no, how uncomfortable it makes you. That's why I want to keep talking about it. Okay. Um. Let's 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 not though. Let's cut out to uh. Allie, you did you were inside at this point because you're the one who sat back and watched this pot boil over. Yes. Fantastic. Why why don't we say that Lucille, you've just come back into the room, fi uh, finishing up that whiskey and coke, and you kind of broken the tension. Uh of the, the strange conversation that kind of overtook the room. All right, so if I'm being, if, if, if I've got everything straight here, this, this one, this asshole's dating your older sister who I saw in the picture last week and you don't know any of them. No, you heard about this from your neighbor. What was her name? Kristen. And that's how we got here? Yes. Great, can we agree that none of that fucking matters because there's a woman who died in here earlier? <laughs> I was just about to bring that up. Thank you, Lucille. I appreciate your focus. I disagree. Kristen is very important to my life. Okay, well, if she's more important to you than Clements, you can get the fuck out. To be fair, Clemens is just a woman who ran inside my house earlier, but I do oh, like so to Oh, so now you have priorities. So now you're going to speak bad with that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we, guys, we're four minutes in. We're so off the rails already. <laughs> Sorry, you just seem really robotic. <laughs> That's all. Is that a slur? <laughs> <laughs> There's something fucking off about you. So what is your deal? I'm sorry, just glitching out. <laughs> and I um, say, well, like you were saying, there is a dead body on the table. I think we should address what really matters and not Kristen or my robotic tendencies. You know what? I couldn't agree with more. Lucille, come over here. I just going to show you. Okay. Is so, it a dead body? Yes. Do you think you're funny? <laughs> Do you think I'm just funny? asking if yeah. we're talking about still. We, there's a lot of things happening. We right are, now. in fact, talking about the dead body. Okay, now room. we're all on the same page. Thank you. Five minutes in. I am <laughs> not holding a book, but yes, I am here. Lucille, yes. Mm -hmm. I found something interesting that I think you might want to take a look at. Mm -hmm. That being that there were some gashes on here that don't appear to have been from today's incident. Okay. That could be a number of days old based Heal. on some of the uh, healing or lack thereof. Um, looks like a couple days at least. And I don't know how many uh, vampire, I mean, well, I don't know how many werewolf wounds you've seen in the past, but uh, normally they don't look quite this clean. So, oh, pause. Out of character question. Yeah. When was Wolverine invented? Uh, I think <laughs> <laughs> the comic book character was invented in the 60s. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. No, you wanted to destroy that. I don't think that's what Yeah. 70, 74. Dang, he's, he's young, I guess. Yeah, most, most comics were like a big thing in the 50s and 60s, and Wolverine was a newer thing. So, does it look like knives? Is that what you're telling me? I mean, 
clearly we saw Clements get stabbed before our eyes. Um, right. Uh, I mean, stabbed with what? The werewolf. She was outside at the time. Oh. Oh, yeah, your actor, Frank. Mm-hmm. I want, sorry. Yeah, we never He skewered her like a kebab. Yeah. I'm asking with what, though? With his claws. <laughs> I didn't think his nails were that long. You are really fucking dense, you know that. I'm just confused what we're all talking about here. Yeah. There seems to be some group consensus okay, so that we're all just you, in fantasy want, right now. I want you to look at this body with me. Ready? Look at it. Do you see the way that his skin is flayed open. Do you see the blood that is soaked all over her clothes and her skin and her hair? Do you think that some sort of normal guy could have done this? No. I never said he was normal, but okay. I just want to know what okay. weapon he used. Okay, so what weapon does this look like? We're, that's what we're trying to figure out here, okay? Something sharp, I don't know. Something sharp. I say it was the sharp things that extended out of his hand when he turned into a werewolf. But uh, you clearly didn't see that, so I'm asking you what you thought it was. I mean, I knew he was visiting the costume department, but I don't think we had given him his props yet. And your props would be actually sharp? That's how movies are made? I'm afraid we might be dealing with a certain kind of case of mistaken identity here, wherein we do not necessarily know that this this violence was perpetrated by your actor. We just know that this werewolf that we all observed, stab a woman. Is your actor a werewolf? My actor is playing a werewolf in our upcoming movie. Can I talk to someone in that movie who's not you? Well, I, I'm not in the movie. Oh, that's cool. Can I talk to someone who el- who also knows? Can I? Can Can we call someone and see if Frank is there? I mean, if there's a phone here, I could try to contact the what? office. No, come on, come with me, Lucy. Lucille is gonna pull her out. From behind the, phone by the door of the yeah, in the little booth where like Angel called my dad earlier, and I'll go, ta da! And I shake my like jazz hands at her. Mm-hmm. Call someone and tell them your act is loose, because I'm gonna call the police on them soon. Okay, so the only thing is, I don't know who's gonna answer the phone because I'm the secretary. <laughs> okay. So I answer the phones, <laughs> and I'm not there. And so you decided it was a. Good idea to leave and chase after the actor. I mean, no one else was chasing him. Ah, right. Okay, well, um, let's see who answers then. That's a fun game. Let's play this fun game. Okay, I will dial the number for the studio. Okay, so you two stand out with the phone for a little while and it rings off the hook a couple times. And I'll, I'll let about a minute pass of role play between you two if you want to say anything. Allie and uh, uh, Marlo, if you have anything to say to each other. I stare blankly at you. <laughs> I look back. The very serious look in his eyes. Marlo takes his glasses off. He says, So did you walk in here and decide to ruin my life? Or is this just something that's happening? Why would I do that? I'm just saying, there are certain things that a man likes to keep private about what he does at his own time. And I think that we best not go about discussing those things in front of people who may or may not be related to them. 
I must tell you the truth. People already know about this. I heard about it from my friend. So people are talking about you. And one thing suburban women my age do is talk about other people and things they have no business in. Well, are they at least saying nice things about me? She said exactly as I repeated. Angel? Angie? is dating below her station, and you have a face tattoo, and some grease in your hair. Wow. Um, that's fine. Your third eye is quite peculiar. Does it have a purpose? We'll table that one for later. Okay, I'll cut back to you guys. <laughs> um, so the phone rings off the hook a couple of times, we have to like hang up and call again. Um, See, I told you, I answer this normally. Yeah, well, if you have any other ideas. Uh, and then finally, finally you, I, I, I'm, I'm going to let you decide who you think is most likely to have been, to have heard the phone and cut running. Because you did, you did, you did send, send a couple, couple of, like, minor secretaries, secretaries to go handle the... It was the, the interns. Yeah, yeah, there were like two interns that I sent to push that heavy box for me okay. that I didn't want to deal with. So, so maybe one of them? That would make sense. Okay. Um, how, how many interns do you have? Which one is most likely to answer the phone? I like the bubblegum chewing one last time. Yeah. Yeah, probably that one. So you hear the trademark gum chewing. And then it's like, oh my god, what? I've literally, like, you, you called so many times, and we're clearly, like, a very important company, and why are you calling us right now? I'm very busy doing movie things. Okay, so this is Peggy. And? Hey, remember how um, I told you um, that I have a lot of power over um, your job? Theoretically, I might remember that, yes. Theoretically, um, could you tell me if Frank is still there? Um, and you hear kind of muffled yelling as it sounds like she's like put her hand over the receiving end of the phone and like yelled over her shoulder to whoever else might be by the desk. Um, and then she comes back on the line. Uh, as far as we know, he's still in his dressing room. He's getting out of makeup from, uh, the test from today. Why? Could you get him on the phone, please? Uh, I mean, yeah, he's probably in the middle of being deferred. But uh, I could I could get him as soon as he's got all the hair removed and everything. Sure. Yeah, I might have to. What number? It like who is this connected to? I could I could call you guys back in a couple of minutes. Um, I can give you the number, and that's all you need to know. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, mean I, I guess, guess it is. is. You're the better than my boss, boss, so that's fine. Uh, let me get, get a pencil. It's so disorganized back here. Which you, you know, know it's a job because it's so fucking organized. Like, it is beautiful back there. <laughs> um, she like takes her time about it. And then, okay, uh, just, uh, shoot. What's the phone number? Phone number, phone number, phone number. <laughs> and I repeat all of the numbers that she's like okay well it could be another 20 or 30 minutes is there like a rush or something I could come I really don't want to run an errand for you but I could come find you is this an emergency like what's going on I mean yes it's an emergency but you don't need to come find me okay and, and she hangs up <laughs> Um, so then I paused for a second and I was like, 
So they answered. Mm-hmm. Um, and they think that Frank is still there, but that he's in his makeup. So it's possible that he ran all the way back to the studio. After killing a woman? After killing a woman, it's possible. And not alarming anyone. I mean, this is kind of stuff we see every day. Your, your people, you see murders every day. I mean, it's in the script, so yeah. You, you wouldn't touch a body five minutes ago, but you're telling. Well, me yeah, that was a real one. Oh my. Okay. All right. Well, then, uh, if you really think that's him, then we should head. Then I'll. Then. Call the police. Send him after. Weren't you the one that didn't want the police here? Well, I don't want him here, but you can send him after. Well, I don't want him at my studio either. That's a murderer. Well, maybe it's a murderer. Uh, Maybe he slipped. Maybe it was an accident. Lucille's gonna like look behind her (laughs) and look back into the room at the like blood soaked body. Yeah. And she's gonna go, all right. I'm 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 done with whatever your attitude is, and and whatever you think is going on here, because Clements was a lot more important than anything on your movie lot. So you can call the police, or you cannot, and you can believe me that it was werewolf, but you cannot, or you can move on. And she's and Lucille's just like gonna turn around and she's gonna power walk her little tiny. And I like shout after her. This is far from the first actor who's ever committed a crime. I'm just saying. <laughs> On that, uh, you return to the yeah. Marlo. Yes. You said she was dead. Tell me everything. More accurately, I thought she was dead. I hadn't heard from her in a few days, and I didn't really know what else to assume at that point, because I was hoping that, you know, she would show up, but when she said she would and then didn't, one has to assume, so I said she was dead. Okay, and what were you waiting on her for? She went to go and uh, talk to some very dangerous people of her own accord, of her own accord. She wanted to talk to one of the boys who were responsible for the fire back at City Hall a few weeks ago. Do you remember any of this? I remember hearing about it. Essentially, it looked like there was going to be some legislation passed and the filibuster that was occurring was upset because there was a little bit of a situation with a little bit of a fire that um, I don't really know too much about. Don't ask me about it, please. Um... And she wanted to know who did it. Did they, did you know? I had an idea. It wasn't a very safe idea. Um, but I know And you sent her in there alone? Well, she asked, and I said I would tell her. She didn't ask for my help. I offered. She's been dead two years, so this would have been two years ago, this fire. 
It's fine. Just letting the audience know. <laughs> Lucille also knows it was two years ago. Yeah, so tomorrow, obviously. He's going to It's just on so many drugs. So, she went to go talk to these people, and you're still being really cagey about who these people are. I know, but I, I have to be careful about who I divulge information in front of Lucille. You know how this works. Okay, well, who would you like me to kick out of the room before you get to tell me? Everyone. You can try to kick me, but I won't move anymore. Why should I trust you? What, what is your, yeah, what is your vested interest in this? This lady has ran into my house. And she's dead now. Speaking of which, maybe we should go look at that crime scene? You are not invited inside. He's a weirdo. I can hear you. Well, he is. Sorry, lady. He's a weirdo. But maybe we should. You're right, because there's not much here. And and Mr. Elian's looking after this crime scene, so I'm sure I'll be able to go talk to Dad. In an hour or so. Oh, yeah, your dad has arrived. I don't know where it is that he's ended up, but he did arrive in the midst of, like, a very dramatic... He did arrive. So there's... Your dad and a couple of men are probably here. Maybe they're out in the bar still kind of looking... They're doing their own investigating and, like... You know, Lucille's relationship with her father is such that, like... It's the 40s, right? Mm-hmm. And he knows she's a force to be reckoned with, and she know, he knows that she's smart. He never, ever acknowledges that in front of anyone. Right. Because he's the power on the throne. And so he showed up, immediately took charge of the situation, didn't even ask what was going on, and is, like, hearing about it from other people and studying the crime scene. But Lucille knows that, like, in, in a little bit, when things have calmed down and he he does have a moment to like slink off mm-hmm. he'll come and ask her what's going on and what she knows um but he would never ask for her opinion do you imagine that he cares about the well-being or whereabouts of clements or that they work in two different worlds and he's kind of indifferent and it's more about the attack on his business than about her uh i don't think he was on clements side i think I think Marcus Elian is, from what Lucille knows, not a fan of monster-friendly legislation because a lot of his business is in keeping things hidden and helping deal with the underworld and making a lot of money off of those monsters who suffer. I don't know if he ever actively worked against her, but I do know that he's not mourning her. Yeah. So, well, yeah, yeah, her success, success would have been at his expense. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, where to? Are you are you open to allowing them to go back to your home or Hell no. Okay. <laughs> but I still want to So, what is your vested interest in this? My vested interest is my ability to help those who are in need and destroy monsters. Well, that's a lovely and noble pursuit. And we all might be a little bit closer to finding out who exactly this werewolf is and why exactly Clarence has reappeared after two years of disappearance. If we can step into your home, even albeit briefly, so we can take a look around. He makes a good point. You cannot come in. The only chance you would have 
in coming in is if my husband has not returned. I, for one, am not allowed to be out right now. Speaking of, you know that he's left. And you don't know when he'll be heading back home. Yes, that's why I said that. Yeah. (laughs) You're not supposed to be out? I am not allowed out at this time. Well, do you want to help us or not? Does your husband work during the day? Yes. Can we come by then? Tomorrow? Perhaps, if he has work that day. It's a Tuesday. He'll have work tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) Great. Perhaps. In the meantime, I mean, my interns are not good. If it's desperate, I suppose you could come to the studio with me. Tonight? What time of night is it? You're interrupted by phone ringing. Oh. Yes. Yeah. You might want to get that. Okay. I go answer the phone. I have a condition. If you would like to come to my house, I must have something in return. You will answer that. Well, I only heard the condition. Oh, all right. Well, what if you miss it? (laughs) Sorry. Condition. I have gathered the information that this, you are a purveyor of things, monster-related things. Do you perhaps have things that can harm them? This is confusing. I'm going to go answer the phone. (laughs) You want to know if I have, like, things that hurt monsters? In particular, silver shotgun bullets. I would like two, and then you can come into my home. I, um, ooh, there's, um... I know a guy. I uh, also know a guy. Do you use your how how good is your guy? Uh, well, my guy likes to make monster fighting weapons as a monster, so he tends to know what works pretty well. Great. Who are you thinking of this year? I have a move. Oh, the the expert has connections. Yeah. The expert has a move that like I can roll dice and like. And on like a good roll, I just have the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, it's great. Be- because I because I have a I have a haven. Um, ooh. Let me think. let's go to the phone call while I look up. Great. So look up the haven thing. Great. So I keep wanting to say Kevin. What's his name? Frank. Frank. White dudes with regular names. Okay, so Frank, uh, Frank is on the Frank is on the line. Uh, hi, this is uh, I'm this is Frank. Who is there a problem? Have you been at the studio this whole time? Yeah, I've been getting out of makeup. It takes me a uh, give or take uh, I don't know an hour to get all this stuff on, and at least that long to get it all off safely. Are you sure? <laughs> I can't very well be two places at once, ma'am. Is there any chance that you fell asleep or something in the process? No, uh, it's it's honestly pretty annoying. It would be it would be really hard to fall asleep while I was having hair pulled from my skin. What about your stunt double? Was he getting tested today too? Uh, I don't know if you. I I do all my own stunts, so. You don't have a double. Not Not for for this this one, one. no. Not for this one. And you haven't left? No, I've been at the studio all day. 
Is there a problem? Should I be somewhere else? No, no, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Okay. Um, thank you. Yeah. I, I guess that's all I need from you. Sure. Uh, yeah, anything to help. And he hangs up. Okay. Um, so that was, that was my actor. What do you say? Marlo peeks his head out the door. <laughs> and I figured out my roll. Great. Um, so I roll sharp on a 10 plus. I have it on 7 9. I have it, but not here. It will take some time to get it. On, and then if I miss, if I miss, actually, <laughs> I know where it is, but it is somewhere really bad. And you get to decide where that is. Oh. Inside of a monster. <laughs> okay, great. So uh, roll your 2d6 anywhere except the table. <laughs> somewhere quiet. 11! So you have it. So you, what did you ask me? Two silver shotgun bullets. They were right here the whole time. Lucy kind of stares at you for a second, and then she goes, I give you a smile, like totally innocent. Huh. And she's going to turn around, and she's going to pull open a tiny little cabinet, like in the midst of all of the drawers and cabinets and, like, swinging open things a tiny little drawer she shnick opens and pulls out like a case of shotgun shells it's like these guys perfect i grab it and i say see you tomorrow come by at 10 and then i turn around and i immediately walk out have a lovely night Allie. <laughs> we're coming by at 10 10 um that was Good thing I, yeah, no, I, I guess it's okay that I gave her those. Okay, so Allie disappears into the night, and we'll do a little roll to see if you get home before Hank or not in a second. Uh, you asked Peggy about the phone call, so let's, so Peggy, I, I think you're kind of standing outside with, with the phone in the kind of bar area in a bewildered state for a solid minute. Yeah. Um, you don't even hear Marlo when he's like, what'd they say? And then um, finally, I think you kind of hazily wander back into the infirmary yeah. um, in the midst of these two, I don't know, arguing about something, probably. So? Um, that was Frank on the phone. Is your actor our guy? I don't think so. I know. Um, maybe we have some things to explain to you, Peggy. You want to have a seat? No. Fair enough. Monsters are real. That's not possible. Okay, well, I have a dead woman in front of me who says otherwise. And, listen, you don't have to be here if you don't want to. You can leave. I don't think I can. Oh man, what a predicament that hunter has gotten themselves into. I sure hope they are able to figure it out this time. 
Hey guys, thanks for sticking around through the ad roll for this episode. If you enjoy what we're doing here, the best way to let us know is to download this episode on ACAST so the people over there can see how great we are. And when you're done with that, head over to Spotify or Apple Music and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. We'd also love to hear from you on social media. Tweet us your favorite quote, share your fan art with us on Instagram, or tag us the next time you drink an especially exciting brew. If you want to join us on our quest to find the very best coffee and tea out there, or if you think you're the one making it, reach out to us at littlerenegadeproductions at gmail.com. We'd love to feature you on our next episode. And I'll see you guys in a couple seconds. We've got 10 silver bullets on their way out the door with Allie. We've got a really tense conversation we just kind of broke from uh, with our three other hunters. Um, Allie, you are walking out the door. I assume you put the kind of case of bullets into your purse or something. Yes, I put the, and I am carrying my whiskey and Coke with me. In the glass. Yes. Great. I didn't give you a to-go cup. (laughs) (laughs) I just walked out, honestly. (laughs) I don't know if drivers were a thing at this point yet. Didn't Android get drunk? (laughs) (laughs) Who is to say? Uh, We're about to find out. Yeah, honestly, it's... (laughs) Um, okay. So you start... I think you know, like you can do the math, Hank left before you, you don't know if he's going to another bar or not, but if he's heading home, he's in the car, and he will make it back before you if you don't find a car now. I need a car? I can't just super sprint all the way home? You could certainly, I could, we could do like an act under pressure thing and see if you could like terminate or run faster than a car back home. Do you want to try? Yeah, Great. So roll 2d6 and uh, add pressure thing, which I can look up. I don't, I don't it's, a, it's a move. I'm going to look up the thing right now. Uh, there's not a specific move for Terminator run. Not, not especially. Come on, come on. Sorry, y'all. Basic hunter moves. Act under pressure. Uh, yeah, plus cool. So zero. You want a 10 plus because otherwise this is going to be tough. I got a seven. Oh man. Okay. You just barely have a mixed success. Yay. Seven to nine. The keeper's going to give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. So it doesn't specify whether I choose which one. Why don't I let you? Do you want a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay? What about a hard choice? Okay. So... (laughs) I want to make this actually a hard choice, not just like if you run really fast, your whiskey and coke will spill. <laughs> yeah, I don't spill a single drop. Okay. Biotic run home. Um, you can make it home before him, but your dress will be torn, and like you will be in a state, and you will have to make up a story to cover why you look that way. Um, or you can make it home after him. Ooh, that is a pretty good choice. Um, I'll just walk in after him. Okay. So you, I think you start running, and you literally see the car pass you. Um, and you're like, okay, the, the jig is up. Like, there's just no way. So you stop, collect yourself. You get yourself back to kind of a more pristine state. And just kind of walk. Before room. I go in, I want to take a moment outside and go to the side the of the The door is off its hinges. <laughs> it's off its hinges? Yeah, from the last thing. During oh. the fight, the werewolf ripped it off the hinges. Oh, so the door's just open. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like leaning in the frame. Okay, well, before I go in, I want to take a moment to try this drink that I've never tried before. Sure. So I swirl the whiskey and coke and I take a sniff. And it just kind of smells earthy and a little bitter 
and then she takes a small swig of it and as it goes down her throat her face kind of glitches out and one of my eyes gets really big and the other one gets really small and then my mouth kind of twitches in three different directions (laughs) and she just has a moment where she has like the weirdest look on her face Mm -hmm. and then a second later she's back she's like Mm. And then she throws it and she walks it. <laughs> Great. So do you, you don't finish it, though? No, she just takes a sip and then she just throws it over her shoulder. Great. Okay. Um, I think Hank realizes that you're not there. And so when you come in, he's seated. He's, like, kind of swiveled his chair around to face the doorway. And he can see you when you walk in. And he's like, you can tell that he's been waiting for you. Like, he's poured his own old-fashioned and crushed up all the ingredients and everything. Mm-hmm. And he's, yeah, sitting there. And he looks peeved. Hello, darling. I just go to the kitchen and act like everything is fine. Uh, Allie. Uh, he calls out to you. Allie, we need to... Where were you? I was out on an evening stroll. Just wanted to see the city a little bit. You were out on an evening stroll in your Chanel pumps and yellow evening gown. Yes, you know those things have never bothered me. Okay. Uh, I go to him and I say, do not worry, pumpkin, and I give him a kiss on the cheek. You know, I just don't, I don't like worrying about you. I don't like you going out by yourself late. I know. You could have called me. You knew where I was going. I'm grateful to have you worrying for me. I can take care of myself. It is you I worry about. You ain't got nothing to worry about me, sweetheart. And he, uh... He looks kind of flattered and everything by all... Like, he's laid it on pretty thick. So where did he go, if I know? Uh, he told you that he was going to uh, Lucille's. Oh, to the kitchen? Yeah, to the kitchen. Where did he go after? I don't know that. Uh, no, because he didn't know that you were there. Oh. I'll say, how was your drink? Uh, it's kind of a long story. Uh, it got cut short. You know me, I have lots of time. I'm always interested to hear what happens in the outside world. Why don't you roll manipulate someone? What is this charm? That is, I believe it is plus charm. Okay, great. Right. Yeah. That's a 12. Ooh, complete success. Uh, okay, so they'll do it as long as you reward them as promised. It's so, a 10 plus 2, by the way. Yeah, great. So I think there's an implication in the kind of tempting way that you're asking him to reveal this information to you. And there's this kind of unspoken promise about what you're going to do for him if he reveals this information. Oh. Um, and so that's the promise that you're going to fulfill for him now that he's going to give you this information. Okay. Uh, so he turns the radio down a little bit. You can hear some, like, Ella Fitzgerald in the background. Uh, and uh, he sits you down. And uh, he tells you everything that happened at the kitchen that night that he saw. Um, which, Lucille, do you remember if he, was he there that whole time or had he, he walked in after and he'd walked through the blood? That's yes. what happened. Okay. So he tells you everything he knows about what happened at the kitchen that night. But not that he went somewhere after? Uh, 
it doesn't seem based on the timing it would be really tough for him to fit in that much like he got home a lot faster than you did um and you were only there for maybe 20 minutes after the crime had taken place so um, you didn't have much time to do yeah it would be hard for him to like run into a bar grab another drink do something really nefarious and leave and then <laughs> still get home before you right, right. Um, and like be waiting around, you know, shirt like half unbuttoned and drink in hand. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's effortful. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think he tells you everything. And then, yeah, is there anything? I would say, I think there's a lot of danger happening in our city. You should be careful. We both know I've handled this kind of business before, doll. Yes, but not like I have. And something tells me this isn't a normal werewolf. Did you see how he teleported out of our house? Yes, that did catch me off guard. They are not normally able to do that. No, it was very odd. Now with your permission, I would like to investigate and try to help and destroy this beast who hurt you. I'm totally lying about that part, I don't care. (laughs) But who hurt you and myself. You know what? This is what you were made to do. And I want to support you in this. So as long as you promise that you'll tell me everything you find and to let me know if you're going to go into any danger so maybe I can help you should the occasion call for it. I know you can handle yourself. It's fine. Thank you. I promise. I'm having a few friends over tomorrow to investigate our house after she ran in earlier. I think she may be the victim. People from the bar? What bar? The Kish, where the attack happened. I've never been there, I don't know. But I did run into a couple people who saw what happened and have the need to help. I will inform you if anything comes of it. Yeah, fine. Well, I'll be at the home base tomorrow, all day, as usual. Uh, so, just make sure you write everything down. Of course. I guess then I'll reach out my hand to him in an invitation to head upstairs. Great, yeah. I was just about to make a move on you, so that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Only because he gave me what I wanted. I'm feeling a little, a little generous. Yeah, generous. <laughs> well, that's how manipulate someone works. <laughs> of the rules um so yeah okay so he i think he's actually a little you rarely make the first move and i think actually for a second he's suspicious of it and it's like it almost like he's just not used to that uh but then you can tell that he's like enjoying this new side of you that he's never seen before and he decides not to question it he puts his drink down and like the red-blooded american man he is your hand and uh, leads you upstairs and we'll cut away (laughs) uh, to uh, I think moments after this kind of revelation has been revealed to you yeah Peggy revelation revealed I'm an articulate human let's talk about that (laughs) Um, great so uh, someone has told you something you can choose to believe it or not Uh, but you have been told yeah I'm going with you tomorrow why? Do you seriously think I'm just going to take this and just go back about my day? My entire life 
has been built around monsters, but I guess in a different way than yours. And do you want to be a part of it? After this, Lucille's going to look back at Clemens's dead, cold body. <laughs> do I have much of a choice at this point? I know that Milo won't say anything. And I know that I won't either. That robot-ish lady, the... God, just the weirdo. I don't know what her deal is, but she makes me uncomfy. So I can't promise anything for her, but she seems nice enough. I don't like it. But... The thing is... This isn't really something that me and um, Angie, Angel, sorry, and me and Angel have discussed. They just know about my life, so if we can keep it that way, then I see no problem as to why you cannot join us. I have a really hard time believing that my sister started dating someone with a face tattoo and didn't ask any questions. Oh, she has questions. away from Marlo just to lose and say, I'll be there. Now, Lucille, then you can meet us here at 9.30 sharp. Lucille, we do have some immediate business to take care of. What do you think the immediate business is? And then I'll tell you what I think the immediate business is and we can compare notes. <laughs> I like the way you think, Lucille. I think the immediate business is that uh, we buried a decoy body in Clemens's grave about two years ago, and now we have her real body here before us. Is that something we want to divulge to her family, or is that something that we're going to take yet. care of of our own accord? Not yet. Oh, so now we're grave robbing. This is all just going really well. It's not really grave robbing. It's more like grave transplanting. But <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So there was a funeral for her two yeah. years ago? Yeah. And we just, we buried an empty casket? Well... I heard decoy body. That doesn't sound like an empty casket to me. It was a You're magically right. augmented image of a so body. So you're telling me that you didn't have a body and you still declared this woman dead? It was easier than the alternative. I will okay. give it to you that there was a body. Yes. There was a body. There was a body. Didn't know it was her. Okay, well then Could've I... Been. Okay, so it wasn't. And you think that we need to notify someone because I'm keeping. I, I mean, if if she's been missing for two years, why? And why is she out now? And then why kill her the second that she's out? Okay. Uh, I don't want to say. May I roll to read a bad situation? I don't know that this would usually fit that, but sure. I'm just getting straight up murderer vibes over here because I'm hearing decoy body, switch the body. All of these oh, things are raising. I want to read. I want to read about situations specifically on Marla. I think for that kind of thing, I because we had someone ask us about someone. I think in episode two, I don't remember who it was. Mm. Um, I I want you to just use your best judgment. Okay, just vibe check. Yeah. Okay. It's not looking good for you, buddy. <laughs> okay. I will keep my thoughts to myself. I think my immediate business is, uh, I want to see if, oh gosh, it's been a long time. 
It's been a long time. And you can veto me if this is not loud. No, do it. Back uh, a couple years ago, four years ago, I was working on a uh, a concoction to try and uh, talk to something that's past. Oh. And um, I don't. I never got a lot of, like, lasting success. Well, Lucille, you've been holding out on me. This is very exciting. Well, because it's, it's, it's fucking wrong, okay? And when they come back, they're a little bit wrong. They're never, ever quite right. So, that's... And, well, they, and they're not here, and they're not here long, and it always... It, it, it sucks, all right? It's not fun. But it might be something we could try. Okay. We had a movie about this once. Did you try adding cinnamon? The protagonist, okay, just the protagonist uh-huh. in this movie, made uh-huh. a potion. Okay. And it wasn't working, and there was all sorts of spooky ghost shenanigans. But when they added cinnamon, it works longer. There's a knock at the open door of the infirmary, and do you see, what was the guy, we name him Ronnie? Uh-huh. Okay, he's standing there. Hey, uh, boss wants to talk to you. Okay. Uh, are you good with this while I... Well, I was going to... I was thinking about... Look, we can't just leave Clemson's body here, can we? I mean, like, we weren't, like, best friends, but, I mean, I knew her. I don't really feel comfortable leaving her rotting on the table overnight. Okay, but I don't want to give her up to anyone yet. Do we give it to the police? Do we give it to a family? Do we give it... If, obvious... You know, for what my brain is telling me here, okay, and she points back at Ronnie, give me two seconds. Tell him I'm coming. Okay. Thank you. Um, if she's been missing for two years, and then the first time we see her is her running down the street screaming because something's chasing her, and then she dies, and she says, there's something you have to know, and then is murdered. Something's been keeping her. Yeah. Something hasn't wanted yeah. her out. And I... We I'm, have some things to talk about, Lucy. Okay. Um, I'm going to go take a look outside and see if by any chance there's any way we can track this werewolf. If you want to go... Okay, yeah. I figure there's nothing else we can do. And if Frank's at the studio, I guess there's really no need to go check out that anymore. So if... You can either stay here or you can come with me. I don't like either of those options. Well, you definitely don't want to talk to my dad, so... Can you promise not to murder me? I'm not gonna murder you. What do you think I am? Some kind of psycho? That didn't sound like a promise. He won't murder you. I can vouch for him. Promise. Uh, you know better than I can. My little sister can. You met Pipsqueak. She's adorable. It's my angel. My little sister, that is. And she likes Marlo. Yeah, we get along great. In fact, I'd say swimmingly. And also, it's why I refuse to call your sister Angel. Yeah, it is weird. It is a little weird. And I think you should examine that. Yeah, well, that's why she's Angie. That's the point. That's, I guess, that makes us happy. You can also just not call my sister anything. Well, yeah, I'm sure you would love that, wouldn't you? Except for not late to dinner. Lucille? (laughs) I'm really sorry. It's been a long day. And. and You hear your dad calling you from the other room. Yeah, with that, I'm going to go take a look outside. Well, be careful if you go with him. He's a murderer, you know. 
And then Lucille's going to turn around and walk out to go see her father. Okay, so you go out to the uh, bar space. You two, where do you go? Um, Marlo's going to grab his things, his little pouch, his cane, his jacket, and just like knowingly flash the the pistol a little so you can see it just to, you know, really put the fear in you a little. And then he's going to be like, come on, let's go for a little stroll. I'm going to go outside and walk sure. out the front door. Out the front. Yeah. Okay. And make sure he walks out first. I'm not, I'm not walking in front of him. Great. Uh, okay, so you guys go out the front. Uh, you kind of pass all of the mob people on the way out. Mob, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, your dad is just downloading to you this information, uh, everything that they've figured out. Uh, it's honestly like forensics don't really exist. Like you don't DNA test blood. It's the 40s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, it's, um, it's just like, oh, look at this blood everywhere. Gross. Anyway, <laughs> yep, so it's like to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, it looks like red blood. Uh, cool. Uh, w- w- did you give me a descriptor of your dad's voice? I know we kind of talked about he's kind of an oily, small man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever you so desire and feel like. Great. So, uh, <laughs> this is what it is now. I'm Disgusting. I hate it. <laughs> icky gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, uh, do you, does he have a pet name for you? Does he just call you Baron? Again, you know, whatever you really feel like. Great. So, uh, loose. Uh, there's not really anything that we could pick up from the scene. It's just blood. There's no fur uh, of any kind. How many witnesses were there to this event? Uh, from what I counted, before everybody left, seven. sure it was a werewolf. Kind of hard to miss that. I'm just saying. They've been real loyal customers. I don't you know why they would do that. You haven't heard... In my place. You haven't heard anything about on the street. Apparently, he was not subtle. Apparently, he broke into some woman's... Ex, you know, Hank, ex-military. Sure. There hasn't been an incident for months now in the werewolf community. It's not a full moon. I don't get it. I don't know if this guy was a full moon werewolf. But Dad, this werewolf was talking. And he was controlled. And it was scary. Yeah, usually events like this, this would be a rage killing. I mean, the blood was intense. She, she'd been running for days. She has wounds that were days old. Uh, we thought she'd been dead for two years. Are you sure you had nothing to do with this? Listen, I might have benefited from her death, but I didn't orchestrate it. It's expensive shit. I think we should close down, at least for tomorrow. It's too risky. I don't want to draw any more negative attention to this place. Are you going to call cops? Cops are probably going to come me? around. No, I'm not going to call cops. They're probably the going to come around and ask questions anyway if you don't. That's why we cleaned up the blood. As far as the public is concerned, this event never happened. But if we're not connected to it, why are we covering it up? It never happened. Can I... What would be the equivalent of, like, an insight check? I, again, I want I want you to go best judgment here. Best judgment, okay. You know your dad. Better than probably he would want to admit to anybody. No, you're right. You're a cheapskate. Yeah. Well, 
We can talk about that later if you want to. Just, are you going to do any more investigating into this? Is she dead? Yes. Then no. Then stay out of my way. Fine. And Lucille's going to cross her arms and be like, I gotta finish closing up the bar. Get your guys out of here. Fine. Ronnie, let's go. Get the guys. And uh, he turns and goes. Uh, what are you two talking about outside? Well, listen very carefully, alright? I want you to follow my lead and don't do anything crazy. I have to focus, okay? And with that, I'm gonna investigate a mystery. Great. Roll me 2d6, please. Uh, Lucille, in closing up, what's your kind of procedure? Um, so she's going through and... Double sixes? Fantastic. Oh, sick. In closing up, she's doing all the normal stuff, which is like, you know, wiping down the bar. She's getting the last of the dishes off the drying rack and put away. She's putting away all the stuff she pulled out to make the whiskey coke earlier. Mm -hmm. Um... But she's also trying to rock her brain and take herself back to the experiments and the... Um, the kind of necromantic stuff she was looking into. Yeah. It was definitely right after her mother died and she was trying to get a better handle on the situation. Right. But she... Uh, she suspects she never succeeded with her mother because her mother never wanted to come back. Sure. Um, but with a couple other miscellaneous freshly dead bodies that she stumbled across because of In her father's line of, line of business, <laughs> sure. she practiced and was able to get, like, some coherence from some sort of spirit, mm-hmm. but was never able to... I don't know if it's, like, for an extended period of time. And like I said, I think sometimes they come back a little bit wrong. Okay, yeah. But if if Clements felt that she needed to, like, send a message, Lucille, Lucille is really bothered. Thinking about how you could commune with her now. Yeah. Because she's, as far as you know, still sitting back there. Okay. Double sixes. Yes. Plus what? Uh, plus two. So 14 total? Yeah. Uh, investigator mystery. Uh, 10 plus hold 2 What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? And this is a list of the questions yeah. if you want to look over. Oh, we got it. Come on. Oh, we got our own sheet now. They're ready. So, uh, Marlo's going to, you know, straighten up his spectacles and, like, look down at the ground very scrupulously and very closely. Great. Um, and he wants to find out where it went. And he's going to look around for any kind of clues that might indicate that blood dripping from claws, perhaps. Perhaps some uh, scrape marks along the sidewalk. Okay. So, yeah, I'll give you for free. There's some dribbles of blood going down the sidewalk. Um, heading back towards the studio. Um, but, like, maybe a block down in that direction. Then it turns into an alley and it kind of gets mucked up and... Alley stuff? You lose... Yeah, you lose track. Okay. Um... Uh... 
Assuming I've, I've, you've rolled so well, I want to give you a cool thing. I'm trying to think how I can communicate this to you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you, you, uh, there's like a pretty clear stream of blood, like halfway down the block. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of the sidewalk, it just stops. Like, it's just like the trail goes cold. Mm. That's what that is. So okay. that's where did it go? Okay. What's the other thing? I think that, um, if possible, I would like to see if I can figure out what's being concealed here. Is there any kind of spectral remnants? Do I need to roll another weird for that? It's hard to tell. Okay. Uh, but you are a weird person. Yeah. Roll, just give me a plus, a weird roll. Okay. Give me plus weird. Because you already succeeded, so you will get something out of it. This just determines how much. Seven. Total? Yeah, with my weird. Which is a mixed success. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever this is, it's not a werewolf. Interesting. That is what you can... I'll give you that for sure. There's, you've had a couple of clues at this point mm-hmm. with the claw marks being so clear and then the trail going cold so quickly is... It's weird. Yeah. That's strange. And there's something in the air that, uh, uh, it feels like, like the tide going out and you can sense. Mm, like the feeling of the water. Yeah. Like kind of pulling. Yeah. There's like, like something once was here and it's not anymore. And there's a supernatural feeling about it. It doesn't feel like it just walked away. It feels like it's not here. Okay. And that's it's there's something supernatural about it, and that's not something werewolves can do. Yeah. Um. So it's weird. Well, this is certainly getting interesting. Getting? Can you feel anything? Scared. Lovely. Follow me. We're going back inside. (laughs) (laughs) You guys go back inside. Um. Lucille, eventually, uh, do you go back in towards the infirmary? Yes. You guys, I assume, like, everyone kind of meets back up at the bar. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys all walk back into the infirmary together. And Clements isn't there. And that is where we will pick up for next week's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to I'm episode gonna lose three. It. <laughs> what? What? Oh, what? We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Share with the body guns. Cut. I thought I heard her say as far as you know, and I went, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I've been sitting here going, <laughs>